creating a film is about so much more than just completing a technical checklist of techniques. It's about finding the heart behind your subjects and telling that story. Here at the Filming Life Academy, we teach photographers how to switch over to video and create films for their clients with confidence. Our mission is to provide you with the knowledge and skills you need to be able to craft the kinds of stories that you want to tell. It's to create a welcoming space where you can connect with other creatives as you learn and grow as an artist, and to create a community of filmmakers who will be there with you to support you along your journey and celebrate your success. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Holmes. I'm the founder and lead educator at the Filming Life Academy, and I've taught filmmaking to thousands of photographers worldwide through my class on Creative Live, at in-person retreats, and online through the Academy. Together with my co-host, Allison Redman, we give you an inside look at what's happening inside the Filming Life Academy, along with tips and tricks that you can use right away to elevate your work as a filmmaker. If you're not already a member, but you want to be, you can sign up to the Academy over at FilmingLifeAcademy.com. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Filming Life Academy podcast. This is Allison Redman. <laughs> I am so excited to be coming to you today with a really special interview with one of our very own Filming Life Academy members. So, um, Courtney Holmes, my co-host, and I are very aware of how creative and diverse and unique our membership is, and we have so many people from all around the world that are at different parts of their creative journeys. And we're very aware also that we can learn from each other um, and each other's stories and just where we are in each of our businesses and life. Um, so that's kind of what today's episode is about. It's an interview with our very own Jill Seamer. Jill, welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad <laughs> you took the time to do this. I know you're crazy busy with your little one and your family, and it's almost the Christmas holidays, but thanks for being on the podcast. Guys, if you don't know Jill, she is a lifestyle, birth, motherhood, and family photographer and family filmmaker living in Sydney. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I want her to tell us more about all of that, but she captures the absolutely most gorgeous connection-driven moments in her films and her photography. Um, if you've never seen her work, the best way that I could describe it is that she is that she bottles up the raw, authentic beauty of motherhood. Like motherhood is what comes to mind when I think of your work. And I just love that. Um, she, Thank you. I've never had someone actually sum up my work for me. Oh, so that's like, you're amazing. <laughs> that's what I think of when I see your work. And I know you do kind of a little bit of different parts of motherhood. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, but that's just when I see you and I see, um, especially the films that you make, the personal films you make, they just, it, it, it's motherhood embodied. And I love that so much. So I think our members are going to be excited to hear a little bit of your perspective on that today. Um, you've been a member of Filming Life Academy for how long now? Remind me. We're coming up on a year. I think I signed up at the end of December and started okay. like the first of Jan last year. So okay, yeah, yeah awesome. It's my and anniversary. Excellent. <laughs> Glad we timed this. Um, so Jill has, um, yeah, she's been a member for that long. But also, I just wanted to also mention as a side note, she has um, arguably the sweetest and uh, most kissable little girl. <laughs> his name is Shay. I got to meet her at the Filming Life Academy retreat this year. Um, I just want to throw that in there because your baby is so cute. And she's a big part of your work too. Oh. So, um, Thank you. Yes. And she loves her Auntie Allison. Yes. <laughs> Joel, we're so thrilled that you said yes to be on this interview. So thank you so much for joining me this morning. Um, I love that we're doing kind of more interview type podcasts here because I think it's just so good for members to get to know each other. Um, we're a big community, but it helps us feel a little, a little smaller and more intimate when we get to know each other and learn from each other. So thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Yay. Um, okay. So I want to just kind of dig right in. I want to hear a little bit about your background. Specifically, you're in Sydney right now. Yeah. You're yeah. an American, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell yes. us your background and your story um, as far as how you got to where you are right now? Um, and then we'll get into the filming stuff in a little bit as well. But tell me just kind of who you are. Okay. It's kind of a, it's, it's a random story, but <laughs> I am from Michigan originally. Okay. Um, I started traveling when I was quite young. I think I was 15 the first time I left home. Mm -hmm. um, I was modeling overseas oh. and I lived in Japan for a few months. Really? And then, yeah. 
it's, I mean, I don't know. When you're 13, you're like, I can do anything, right? <laughs> so I started then, and then I started traveling. Um, I, I did my last two years of high school online, so I could kind of just tour around. And I ended up going to Singapore. Oh, wow. And while I was doing that, I, like, I had a camera, mm-hmm. and I was just taking travel photos, like nothing technical or professional or anything like that. Right. Um, I ended up in Singapore, and I met my now husband. Oh. So I wanted to stay there, but I needed a visa. So right. I got a, I got into university there, oh. studied marketing. Okay. I stayed there for five years. Okay. And then we moved to New Zealand after that. Um, I still was just like, my niece and nephew were born there mm-hmm. 10 years ago now, okay. nearly 10 years ago now. Um, so I started taking photos of them just for fun like right no there's no interest really in professional photos at all mm-hmm. I used to take video clips of everything I did as well but yeah it was, it was really not on my radar to do it professionally until we moved to Sydney which mm-hmm. is now nearly four years ago okay we moved here for Sean's job mm-hmm. and um I was waiting on my visa I had some friends here that were influencers. Mm-hmm. The whole Instagram thing was really yes. <laughs> big. So I was like, oh, I can take some photos for you. And just really like casually started taking photos and videos. But like, I mean, I knew how to use my camera in manual mode, but it just wasn't like my mm. dream to be a photographer, I'd say. Right. Um, I was planning on doing the job search and get into the marketing get a get a real office job <laughs> and then um when I was doing all that I was like this is actually way more fun <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah I'm gonna enjoy an office job <laughs> that's amazing so, uh yeah I just was like okay I'm gonna put I put my pictures up of uh, my niece and nephew and mm-hmm. just sort of started marketing you know just was like well who knows maybe someone will book me maybe no one will that's fine right and yeah then I just kind of never got an office job it just kind of I think it was Two years ago, I seen Courtney's stuff online, and I was like, that's amazing. I <laughs> want to do that. Um, and then that was just before she kind of launched the Filming Life Academy. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until a whole kind of year later that I was like, oh, it's up. It's ready. It's, it's, I can learn. So, awesome. yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. That's incredible. So, okay, I want to I wanna go back and talk about the modeling thing. So, you... <laughs> I, was, I, I wasn't planning on talking about that. Right. Here we are. <laughs> that's just a little bit intriguing. So, so, you, so you went overseas when you were young to model. Yeah. Um, and then, so, so you do have kind of a background in photography just from being I in, feel like a, it was such it. a wasted opportunity. I had so many <laughs> photographer friends. I was right. constantly at like studios and like right. never once had an interest in like, Hey, teach me something about photography. Oh, so it wasn't, it wasn't anything. So you don't think that influenced you like to pick it up then. It was just something that you were doing. And then later on you got into it. Yeah. Like I think, well, I mean, I'm sure it had some influence on some level. Right. But yeah, it wasn't like, I was like, oh yeah, I want to learn this while I was doing it, which is seems silly now. (laughs) How funny. That's so interesting. So you met your husband in Singapore while you were modeling or you were done modeling at that point? Yeah. While I was modeling there. Okay. Um, I met him two weeks into my trip and then. Yeah, I was supposed to stay for two months and five years somehow went by. So <laughs> seems seems really crazy now. Like I can't imagine Shay. Like I can't right. imagine how my mom felt or you know. Right. Like, I'm terrified she's gonna do that to me. <laughs> I think you've got a couple years. <laughs> yeah, she's not allowed to leave home ever. <laughs> that's so funny. She's amazing. I love that. Okay, that's really interesting. I don't think I realized all of that. That's fascinating. Um, so when you when you got um mother we talked a little bit in the intro about motherhood and that is a I I think is something that's um kind of a central ingredient to your work um yeah did you so you clearly got into photography and a little bit into filming before Shay but um was Shay kind of where did that play into starting your filmmaking journey I'd say like well not not just that's when I started film like learning how to film um I think when she was born so much of how I approached work mm-hmm. and photography had changed like completely. Um, for one, I, I realized that what I was doing when I first moved to Sydney was having, I had a home studio and I'd have people bring right. a newborn and kind of do these posed pictures, right. which is fine. It's, you know, it's, yeah, it was great. There was a market for it. But once I had my own baby, I was like, I don't want to wrap her up in these little props mm. and put her in a cute little box. Like I want something meaningful to mm. me 
which is my journey and with her and yeah so it really just made me think like okay I don't want to do studio style stuff mm. at all anymore right and then I also would always go back and watch like the little film clips I took of her then right or just on your the, iPhone or actual film clips like on your DSLR both. I did both but like mm. I my my SLR clips now are like so shaky and so technically <laughs> I, did, I didn't know how to do anything right right like, right <laughs> very rough I think I shared some of the student hub once and it was yeah just like eye-opening how much I've learned since no then. I love that <laughs> it's a journey yeah. <laughs> but yeah I was watching all these clips back and then being like oh I just really want to watch more video of her so mm. going forward that's really what I wanted to focus on it really like made me realize how important video was to mm. my memories of her right, um, right even looking back a year later like how much changes in a year is crazy so to have those is for me, just invaluable. And then, yeah, so then I was kind of like, okay, I no longer want to do any more studio stuff. I want to do more lifestyle, more, just more mm. real, more, something more meaningful than just that. Yeah. Um, and then I also, I think it really changed. Before I was kind of happy to do anything at any price mm -hmm. because the time was going to pass anyway. So right. whether I was being compensated for it at all just felt like a win for me like someone mm. wanted to pay me just because of their family like that's amazing yeah great now I have a kid and every <laughs> minute I'm away from her is like time lost with her yeah and I have not very much free time anymore like I, yeah, I don't know what I did that. before kids but I didn't I don't know I can get things done in a very small window of time now right um so that was, so that's just like, you know, I've realized I really have to value my time as a creative, but as someone who's needs to be compensated for my work as well. So that's, that's been a shift in my thinking, I think, since having her. I love that. So yeah, it's kind of everything. I love that. <laughs> that's such a hard shift too, because it, because I don't know about you, but I, I feel like if you've had your clients before you, there's like a guilt, a little bit associated with, oh, my prices are raising, but you don't, I don't feel like you need to explain yourself either because a lot of our clients are mothers and they understand the value of time. And that I understand that's hard though. It's, it's, it's a huge, I've done, I've tried to make, I've actually found the transition to be really a lot easier than I was expecting it to be. I've kind of gone with my clients that my clients are my friends now. Like we've, mm. Are lucky enough to be going through the same season of life together yes so, yeah. like we i find it very easy to relate to my clients on a mm. personal level so a lot of my clients i'll have coffee with and we catch up quite regularly oh, outside awesome. of booking me yeah. yeah it's amazing it's like friends that you know it's good it, i guess i mean that's the way you want it to be right you want you want it helps with having them come back to you because they trust you and they build believe in what yeah you. so when i say to them like okay i'm switching up how i'm doing things and yeah. this is how i'm doing it now and like, I can't afford now that I have a kid to, <laughs> I've got childcare expenses. It's right. expensive here. Like they understand. So it's easier once you have that relationship mm. builds up to kind of get them on board with growing, changing. So tell me about your business in the last year, year. Well, you can tell me about the business in general, but it seems like you've had a lot of more um, growth in the last year or so. Tell me about what your business looks like, what it looked like. You told me originally what it looked like. And now tell me what it yeah. kind of looks like now um, as a whole. Well, I'd say, yeah, definitely in the last year, I've only gone back to work in, in September. Mm -hmm. So it's not actually, I've not been back to work for that long. Right. But um, before I would post on my mom, the mom's groups that are on Facebook um, in the area, which yeah. is, they're huge here in Sydney. Like there's mm. 20,000 members or whatever. And you get the business hour. Yeah. Um, I would post stuff. Uh, it was, I found um, focusing on, like for moms, right? They've got a lot of photos of dad and kids. Mm -hmm. They've got a lot of photo of just their kids on their own. So for yes. me, I found posting photos of pictures of moms with their mm -hmm. kids. Yes. Or pictures of siblings that are not fighting together. <laughs> Those were the two, two, two things I could put out there, and moms would be like, "I need that." That I need in my so, life. More of the less fighting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I found that really worked. Like getting getting clients in the beginning that was pretty much that's all I did I didn't do anything else and um yeah I got my sort of studio type clients that way um now how I advertise is completely different how I approach how I approach my entire business um I really most of my clients come from Instagram mm -hmm. and 
this next year I'm trying to focus more on just filming. Um, yeah. I've got four or five films booked in the new year, which is really exciting. Yes. Um, really kind of came together after the, the retreat, which is yeah. super exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, like, that's what I want to focus on. Um, I've done a few births, mm-hmm. a lot of newborn clients and some other just family and some business clients, actually, like people who have businesses that they want promotional films for. Mm-hmm. So that's like obviously a huge shift from doing yeah. studio newborns to, to this. Um, I'd say I still advertise on the moms group because it's just an easy way to get my name out there and mm-hmm. it's pretty low right. investment time right. and money wise. Right. But um, I find like for me, the easiest way, like we talk a lot about relationship marketing, marketing at the retreat, which I found yes, super did. helpful. And I find that I can use, if you use Instagram, right, to really mm-hmm. connect with people yes, and make it a relationship. Like I have people that followed me and I followed them from the beginning of our pregnancies. Wow. Who I still speak to all the, like on a daily or a weekly basis, mm-hmm. just about motherhood. Right. So if you use it to like really connect with people and try and find local people that are going through, I'm just lucky, I guess I'm going through the same thing my clients are. So for me, it's easy to connect in that way. Yes. And then they kind of get to know me on a personal level. Right. And then they see my work of Shay and, right. you know, just that sort of stuff, <laughs> the sort of more personal side of things. And yeah, they kind of go like, I want that for me. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of how I found my clients now, which is yeah, very different from what I was doing before. But no, I love that. We, I, love, I love the idea of relationship-based marketing. I think it's, I think it, it's a more of a long game kind of marketing. It, it, it's yeah. not something that's instant payoff, which can be hard. But yeah. like you said, if, you, if it's something that you're enjoying and it is something that is not, it's authentic clearly for you. It's not like you're making this up. You know, you are in this stage of life. You are going through the same things as they are. It's, um, and they relate to that and they see that in your work and in your films. I see that, especially anytime you're filming, um, someone with a child that's young, I can tell that you're a mom of a young child. When I see the thing (laughs) putting in there, like you can tell that you're relating in those moments and the little things that you're capturing. And I think your clients see that too. And it's, um, it's just beautiful. So yeah, I hear that completely. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's different when, you know, I've shot a few births before I gave birth. Yes, yes. You're like going into it. I don't know. I guess I just, I cringe sometimes to think of like things I might have said or the way I approached <laughs> it just because I hadn't been through it. Once you've been through it, so much, like when clients, mm. you know, there's a lot of rescheduling with young kids. There's a lot totally. of like change of plans and you got to kind of be flexible. Yeah. Whereas before I used to probably get pretty annoyed with that. And now I'm like, oh, like, I have a kid. I know yeah. how hard it is to get out of the door. Yes. <laughs> it makes it that much easier just to like connect right. on a personal level with clients. <laughs> no, totally. I, and I, yeah. And I think that shows. Um, clearly it does because they're booking you. Um, what, how do you juggle, how are you juggling being a mom of a young baby and doing the aspects of the business that you're doing. You said you're doing births. That's, that's a huge time commitment, um, much less the lifestyle portrait work in the films. Well, I guess the short answer is I'm not because I've just decided, (laughs) I don't know. I've changed my website from being a birth filmmaker to not a birth filmmaker about 10 times in the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, I think I've come to the conclusion that I can't make it work right now. Oh, thank you for being honest. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I would love, like, it's where my heart's at and I would love to do it. Mm. It's such a beautiful story being told. That's mm. so easy to like have this magic film yes. come out of it. Yes. Um, but it's hard. She doesn't sleep through the night right. and she, I don't have family here. Right. I don't have that support system. It's just, it's really hard to be on call. My husband travels a lot as well. Like it just hasn't worked out mm-hmm. as well as I'd hoped. And it wasn't worth the stress right. of trying to figure it out right now. I'm right. sure, she, you know, she'll be in school in a few years and I might revisit it then. Right. But um, in the meantime, like there's plenty of meaningful stories to be told oh my goodness, yes. outside of birth. So I'm trying to, I think I'm just going to not book in this <laughs> for a while. No, I appreciate you saying that. I, that. Yeah, that was definitely a question I have. Tell me about how you're juggling just the rest of the work with having a young one and not just like the logistics of it, but like mentally, how are you able to um, be creative here and then also be mom to Shay. And I find that as a struggle personally to me, I'm wondering how, how do you manage that? Balance. Yeah. I feel like it's just a layer of mom guilt all the right. time. You're either <laughs> like thinking about what's happening with clients and then trying to be present. And it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely a tricky balance. Um, right now I'm working part-time. I'm taking on 
maybe one client a week or every other week. And that's, okay. that's sometimes just photos. That's not yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The films, that's going to be two a month. Right. And that's probably going to be all I can handle. Um, <laughs> and then I try and work when she goes to sleep, mm-hmm. which sometimes is great. And sometimes <laughs> she doesn't sleep very much and I don't get anything done. So it's tricky. Right. And then I just try and really, you know, turn off from the emails and, mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff uh, when she's awake and be, and be present. So I'm just trying to keep my workload at a manageable rate right now, um, which is frustrating because I value, I value growing my business. And right. I also value being a full-time mom. And, you know, you realize you've only got 24 hours in a day. Right. It doesn't matter if you value both things. You can't do everything. No, so, you can't. Yeah, you can't true. do it all well, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's Definitely. wise that you've given yourself, like, this is how many I do per week or per month. I think that's a wise way to approach that at, at this stage, you know? And then, like you said, it has yeah. the potential to be something different maybe as things change, but it's so hard when they're young. <laughs> it is. It is so hard. <laughs> what, um, what, uh, when I, we've talked a little bit about this, about your, let's talk a little bit more about filming. Um, wh- in the films that you're making, you're making both um, films for clients and for brands as well. Is that correct? You've done one or two yes. of those brand films. Um, for yeah. your for your non-brand films, your families and births and um, just the ones that you're making of Shay, um, I want to talk kind of about, let's start with the ones that are the personal ones because those are the ones that okay. really, um, I just absolutely love the motherhood personal ones that you're making. Um, tell me a little bit about your why behind what kind of makes a spark in you to do these films with Shay. You are unique in your films in that you are in your films a lot. And I think <laughs> a lot of filmmakers, family filmmakers struggle with that. I am one of them. I, I'm like, I don't trust my husband. I don't trust. Yeah. I don't. And you do, you do it so well. And I don't think you're always using your DSLR. Are you, sometimes you're using like your phone as well. Um, I want to hear about all of that. How are you getting yourself okay. into the frame? Um, and I kind of want to hear about your why behind that as well. Um, just, it's so beautiful. Um, guys, I'm going to have links Thank to all you. of this in the show notes, So you'll see the work if you've not seen. Um, but I just want to hear about how that all works for you. Yeah, it seems silly sometimes with all my personal work, like I'm kind of in it, but no, I don't know. I, I, I think it's hard to capture a small person who wants to be on you all the time. Like mm-hmm. I find it when I try and film Shay, she never wants me to film. She's never <laughs> off just doing kind of doing her own thing. Right. So much of her life is hanging off me. Yes. Which is and great. Remind me how old she Or tell, the, tell everybody she's how old she is. 17 months. So, so yeah, she's still months. young. Very young. Yeah. She, so she just wants to be held and, you know, wants to be involved in whatever I'm doing. So right. she, if I've got the camera up, she's just running towards me. So, <laughs> but, but also I just like, I, I think I started out taking, like I said, more portraity mm-hmm. photos. And then I realized like, I don't want her to look back on the photos or the, the films of us and think that I, it was easy or that I was like this perfect mom or that we always were dressed and right. hair combed and, you know, like just. <laughs> We, we don't always have our shit together. <laughs> I think there was this moment when I was looking back at the clips that I took of her when she was first born. Yeah. And um, every time she would start to cry for even a second, I'd quickly stop filming and comfort her, which um, I think was probably my instincts kicking in, right? Like, this is my baby's crying. I need to attend to her. Yeah, totally. But now I feel like I don't have any footage of her little baby cry. Mm. And I was like, this is an accurate representation of, what the first you know few months were like and I was like okay I'm gonna make a commitment now to document what's actually happening whether that's good bad or otherwise and it's all of those things you know right motherhood is that competing like you know you've got love and joy and happiness and you've also got sleep deprivation and hard times and crying and you know you're really unsure of yourself and Mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of it's like a complex situation so I was like I need to I need to capture all of that and I I don't know I also I think I capture all of I try and capture those more meaningful ones on my I have the Sony yes um mirrorless so I I use that a lot with a tripod Ah. and 
Uh, yeah, I also don't trust my husband. I will, <laughs> we will be some small feature in the corner of the frame with our feet cut off and right. like just I rely on my tripod for yes. everything. Okay. Um, it's, it's cumbersome to, tri- to like carry it around and set it up. And, you know, a lot of my stuff I don't do in one day, even mm-hmm. though it looks like I do it in one day because it's yeah. just it's too hard. It's exhausting. Yeah. yeah. So I do that. And then there's like, I just, I also find her to be hilarious. So a lot of my other like funny clips yeah. and films I do on my iPhone just for convenience and probably because it's not this masterpiece. It's just <laughs> for memories. Yeah. Like her falling down at the park the other day, I did all on my iPhone. And, nice. Yeah. <laughs> So this is a bit of a mix, but yeah, it's mostly my Sony on my tripod, sometimes just sat on my countertops. I think Courtney's called me out for putting it on the side of my bathtub and just hoping it didn't fall in. Oh gosh, <laughs> I remember that one. It was for the keepsake challenge maybe, or the, yeah, I remember that or one. one of, yeah, one of the, um, one of the critiques that she did. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mostly my Sony. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. It's so far, it's been fine. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, um, talk. To, uh, one of my favorites that you've made is one that um, you have titles and text over the film, and it's shot in kind of like an Instagram or IGTV format, right? Uh, or sorry, excuse me, Instagram Stories format. Um, yeah. So it's not your typical. Um, you know, widescreen view of a film. Um, I'm just describing that in case people haven't seen this. Um, we'll leave a link to this uh, particular film in the show notes if you've not seen it. But you made that, I want to hear more about that film. Did you make that for you? And then you were approached by Motherly to do that? Uh, explain that whole film to me, because that is literally one of my favorites of yours. Uh, and maybe <laughs> thank you. It's one of my favorites. Film well. a little bit too. It's just in case people haven't, um, haven't heard seen it yeah so I tried to do like I I put it out on my Instagram like what people want to see and a lot of people responded with a day in the life of like what it's actually like to be a mom so I was like that's a great idea I can I can I can do something with that yeah and again I wanted it to be real I wanted it to be not makeup no hair yes Yes. you know kind of just a real look into my life right um so I filmed that over two days and I did it vertically because like my marketing background just doesn't right. really go away when I'm filming. I'm like, everyone yes. will watch it if it's vertical. Everyone's watching on Instagram, right? Yes. For yes. Instagram. Um, yeah. And I had like, I, I give clips to motherly like as a video contributor anyway. So right. I know that they buy clips that are real life motherhood vertically. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, if I shoot it vertically, I can potentially submit those for the projects that they do as well. Yes. And maybe, you know, make some money off of doing personal right. work. Sounds great. And then, um, also it was the filming life keepsake challenge, which I love doing, even though I've been part of the Academy for a while now. Yes. It's going to do them all. Yeah. It's a good excuse to do personal work. So I'm like, okay, I can do all three of those things in one film. That's amazing. Yeah. So I did it and it was, I really, I thought it was I mean, it was great from a personal perspective because I felt, I feel like that's going to be something to look back on for sure yes. and be like, okay, that's what life actually looked like for yes. us at this time. It has everything. Um, it has you like making coffee. It has you with, you know, like you said, you are not done up in any way. You're sitting on the kitchen floor. You're Shay's climbing, Shay's crying, but it's like beautiful at the same time. It's, it's motherhood and it's perfectness, you know? <laughs> yeah. Perfectly imperfect. Yes, exactly. The way to describe it. I also like, I, I, this was when I was taking your masterclass and mm. I really wanted to add in audio. That yes. was something that I was really sort of lacking. And I felt like that was the first time that I added in audio that I really felt like added a lot to my story, like the coffee machine going. Yes. That's, those are noises that I think will bring me back to the moment. It does. Yes, it feels yeah. like what I love about that film, it's it, it just it's just a short little thing if you've not seen it, but it I feel like I'm you in that story. And that's huge to be able to take someone who's in a different area of life, but I had kids at that stage just a year or two ago and like I yeah. I'm I'm you in the moment. I'm you with the baby crawling on me. I'm you with running after this and like I love that you were able to do that in a film. That's incredible. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad it worked. <laughs> <You felt like laughs> that. So, so, yeah, so I, I put that on, I submitted that for the um, keepsake challenge and then I put it on my Instagram and it got quite a good response from right. my followers that just, that's what they kind of requested. So that right. worked out well. And then, um, so motherly, like I submit clips to them anyway. Right. So I've submitted this film 
as a whole and just said like all of these clips are available and you can use them if you want and they came back and they were just like yep we love it we want to use the whole thing um I didn't do the copyright over it they did the copyright over it and they actually rearranged it it and kind of changed it a bit and made it sort of their their brand which is great for me because they they paid me for the clips and for the whole film put together and then kind of did the work to rearrange it and put the copyright over it themselves so it was kind of like handoff and yeah, yeah so it's like I felt like I got my money's worth for the time I put into it and I yes. got a personal film and um I think you know it's nice to see people other moms comments underneath it mm-hmm. that are like relating or in that hard bit where it's crying and just kind of feel like they connect to that as well like that's I guess creatively right why I want to why I make personal films is because to be relatable right so other people can kind of look at my stuff and be like oh yep that's that's also where I'm at so yeah for me it was all around like perfect scenario do you find getting yeah do you find that film has helped you get more clients or do you find it's a kind of film that like with your family lifestyle portrait clients they would see that after they've done a session with you and then maybe want something more like that in a regular film how do how do you find that film has helped you in your business I think it's gotten me more of my ideal client like Mm -hmm. I've booked all of my films that I've booked are clients that I hadn't worked with before right? who have seen that sort of stuff. And then I've kind of put it out there that I do this as professionally as well. It's not just personal films. Yeah. And then I've had people go, I love your style, what you do, and I'd like to book you. So yeah, I think it's definitely helped me attract new clients. I love that bit about the ideal client. So did you have that? You, I don't know if you, did you have that intent when you went in? You clearly asked, I think it's very interesting that you asked your Instagram audience. First off, I don't, I would not have thought to do that. So you asked them, what do you want to see on here? Like, did you do that through Instagram stories? Did you just do it on a post? How did that start? I think, yeah, I think I did it. I do it quite frequently, actually. Um, I get, because I'm friends with these moms yes always asking me questions on like through dms like yes. i think i got one today that's like can you show me what shay eats in a day which is completely oh, nice. unrelated to <laughs> filmmaking or completely <laughs> unrelated to my business <laughs> but it is a personal account mm-hmm. so then like i get these that's where i kind of get my ideas from for some of my personal stuff um so yeah like i didn't i don't i guess i just don't really go into it with the thought that i'm gonna i never i never thought that i was gonna get clients for my personal account i have a business instagram account and i book nobody from it it's really hard to be authentic when you're clearly trying to sell someone something. So okay. Okay. My, this is, this is very way. interesting. So, <laughs> okay. So you are, so you have two accounts. I think I knew that, but yes. I'm glad you stated that. So you have two accounts. So this is all happening through your personal account. And I've never booked a job through my work account. Interesting. Never. Okay. Give me, but I book all of my clients through my personal. It's, it's the most bizarre. It's not something I anticipated, but now looking back, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. This isn't like a a criticism. This is okay. So for myself, when I post on my business account, I'm posting pictures of other people's families Mm. that the general public is not invested in at all. They don't know these people. They don't really care about Mm. them. It's hard to get people to care Mm. about something they don't know. Right. So then I write these captions that are really just like every other photographer writes. Like, (laughs) I just loved this session with so and so. The kids were adorable. Right. I don't know. It's not engaging or Mm. meaningful. I don't think it gets traction on Instagram. Mm. It's hard to get people to care. And I was just not really getting anywhere with it. So I was like, okay, on my personal account, I will share that I had a meltdown and shag and sleep. And, you know, you see my whole life. And I think people feel like they're connected on a more personal level to me. So I'm not really put, it's not salesy because I'm not selling anything on my personal account. Right. Right. But then people are then have a relationship with me. Mm -hmm. And when they see my personal work and they go, yeah, I want that for me. Mm. I get, there's two types of people. I kind of get contacting me. It's people who's like, where did you learn this from? And I'm like, and off to the filming life Academy, (laughs) you go. (laughs) Or, Or they're like, I want this, you know, if it's someone local or someone, you know, yeah, that it's feasible somewhere I'm traveling, then it's like, okay, can you make something like this for me? Because it is hard to get in the frame right. yourself. Like right. some people want it done for them. So yeah. That's incredible. That's, um, so what is keeping you having a business account out of curiosity? Like, well, I started doing it again because I was going to be a birth photographer in Sydney. Uh, and I was like, I don't 
necessarily want to share other people's birth photos sure. on my personal account. Totally. Um, so yeah, so then I started doing it again. And now like, I think it's been weeks since I posted on that one again, because I'm like, I don't think that's the direction I'm going to go. Right, right, right. But to be honest, I don't think I'll ever, I've thought about getting rid of my business um, account. I don't think I'm going to, because I do think my clients like seeing their work Mm, yes, featured. this is true. Uh, I think it's a good place to have my more professional stuff mm-hmm. kind of organized. What ends up happening is people go, I want to book you. And then they immediately follow my business account. So I've yes. linked my business account to my personal mm-hmm. account. And then I kind of drive traffic through it that way, Yes, which works. I need to be better at updating both. It's right. maybe not where my clients, you know, see me for the first time, but it's, there's definitely a place I think for it. That's, that's really a model. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're exactly right. I think. And plus that gives them the ability to share what you have posted of them and people like to do that as yeah. well. Um, yeah. That's cool. Um, okay. So I'm loving what you're saying about um, marketing to your ideal client. Um, we were talking a little bit about the retreat and how we talked about that at, at the retreat. Um, I'm curious, I want to kind of play devil's advocate here because you have been a member of Filming Life Academy, clearly. <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> why would, um, again, I'm playing devil's advocate here, but why, why come to an in-person retreat when you're <laughs> online already a member? And you're a very active member of Filming Life Academy. We do have some people <laughs> kind of hide in the shadows and don't really post very much, but you're very active. You're very involved in our student hub and our community and people know you and you know your work. Um, why come to a retreat in person um, when you're learning online already? <laughs> Yeah, well, um, I so I started the Filming Life Academy in January, and I think the release for the in-person retreat was in like uh, just a month or two after that. Yeah, that sounds about maybe, right. Maybe maybe a couple months after that. Yeah. And at that point, I I was really just beginning, and I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for mm-hmm. me to really get stuck in. Had I been going for a year, I might have made the mistake of thinking that I didn't need it. Ah. But luckily. <laughs> Luckily, I was new to it, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna commit to this, and I want to go." And to yeah. be, to be honest, at that time, I was on maternity leave, and I thought it was a good opportunity for me to learn something new, even if it was just to take um, film of Shay. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so I was kind of like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that just for me. I'm yeah. not really for my business or anything. I'm just gonna go." And I am so happy I did because, you know, a year later, it is a big part of my business, mm-hmm. and things have kind of evolved and changed. You know, I didn't think I would be booking films sort of this year, but that's, that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. So that's great. Um, but yeah, so I went there kind of just not really having any expectations other than I wanted to go. Right. And yeah, I, cause I'm, I'm definitely more of a person who re- who learns from reading and learning online. So yeah, for me, I was like, I'm, we'll see what I get out of this, but yes. like there's, okay. There was a few moments like doing lighting with Courtney. Yes. Where, we're standing there in a really harsh lighting situation. I'm used to port like lifestyle outdoor right. at golden hour when the, yes. when the conditions are perfect. That's yeah. the only time I would shoot. So if I'm, I was sitting there and I was looking at my screen on my camera and being like, this just isn't, you know, working for me. And I showed Courtney and she just like gave me a couple quick setting tips and like completely changed yeah. how my image was looking and how my film was looking. Yeah. I'm like, you're not going to get that online. Right. And then, you know, like doing hands-on with you and Courtney and Kylie doing the creative exercises, mm-hmm. um, like we went into a hotel room that looked like any old hotel room <laughs> and, you know, Courtney was like, well, you can shoot it like this, or if it were me, I would shoot it like this. Yes. And then showing us the back of sort of her camera and what she did. Yes. And yeah, it completely changes the way you approach a scene from someone who's been doing it for a really long time. And, you know, you see your guys' films who you've been doing it forever and they just look like magic. Mm. And if you're wondering, like, how, how do I get to that place of magic? Mm. They must be having <laughs> these, perfect, these perfect families and these perfect scenes. But, like, right. it, truthfully, that's not it. It's just how you guys are approaching the scene is different than you would probably if you haven't gone through it a million times. So, yeah. for me, that was super invaluable, like, watching you do the GoPro under the water and you know that there's just the field and the family's running and I'm like you know for me I'd probably be quite frustrated thinking right. this doesn't look that great right but then to see how everyone's kind of approaching this like maybe less than ideal scene and making mm. it magic yeah like that's the sort of the extra stuff that gets clients to book you 
Yes. And you don't, I think those are the things that you don't really realize you're missing until it's in your face. And then you were like, oh, okay. That's, yeah. That's no, I love to do. I love that. I, that's exactly how I would sum it up for me. Cause I went to my first exposure to filming was attending an in-person retreat in Nashville where that Courtney was teaching. And that's exactly what it was. Like I had read everything online, but you don't know what you're missing until you go. And yeah. you're like, you have these right oh, that's what I unexpected <laughs> light bulb moments. You're like, I just, or maybe you had read it online, but to see it in front of you, it's just different. You know, it's like, yes. it didn't know you didn't know it. And then it was like, oh, yes. okay, thank you. That's perfect. I needed to know that. And then it changes everything from that point yeah, on. So that was my kind of, I had one, that response to a lot of things like the, the audio class with you, mm -hmm. the pricing was like, blew my mind. <laughs> I think Dan, all right. Dan for those who uh, didn't know, uh, Courtney's husband, Dan, um, who's CFO of Filming a Life Academy came and uh, did a pricing and marketing or pricing talk with us about how to price our films and our businesses. And it was rather eye opening. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. It was like, oh yeah, that's, that's how I should be approaching the pricing. <laughs> but then also, then like, if I didn't have a moment that was like this huge, aha, that's what I've been missing moment. I had these moments of being like, that's also how I do this. So like ah. seeing something that you and Courtney would do editing and it was yeah. the same way that I would do something, it really gave me that confidence to be like, yes, that's, that's yeah. what I'm also doing. So I feel better about continuing on mm. doing that, I guess. Yeah. And then sort of that, so that was like the technical learning side for me was mm. incredible. And then also building my confidence as far as being able to go out and market and approach clients and how you speak to clients, prepare mm. clients, all that sort of stuff was really just like for me if it wasn't, I like, it wasn't a huge revelation. However, it was exactly what I needed to put things into motion for my business, that. which I think, I think as creatives, we all kind of just need the obvious to be like shoved down our throats <laughs> in order for us to like take the action steps to do. I don't know. It's right. hard to, to put it like to prioritize things on your own when you're reading yes. it on the internet, but yeah, like to have someone in person. Yes. The little telling you these things mm -hmm. do them. Yeah, like, I don't and know, to that see it firsthand and to feel like validated, I think is the word you're trying to use. It's valid. You're feeling yeah. validated about maybe decisions you have made or things that you're maybe planning on future wise and just to have yeah. that little extra shove. So many, I feel like this job sometimes so much feels a little bit lonely because, you know, you do the shoot with the family, but then you're in your office and wherever and you're editing and there's a lot of away from people. So to have that yeah. And that, and that's like momentum. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like the, yeah. the community factor too. It's just so fun when you're, yeah. you know, you got to meet, which is why I'm so active in the student hub. I just like <laughs> feeling like I've got, like, I'm not sitting at my desk. Alone. Yes. I've got all of these people doing the same thing and we can chat all day long. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, also like with the, with the uh, retreat along with like just the technical, the, the confidence, you know, feeling validated, all of those things. Um, also, it was just like the access to you guys. Mm. It's, you know, you see all the questions in the student hub or the people who, who send me DMs on Instagram being like, what, how do you do these things? What do you do? How do you approach it? Right. Um, to be able to have lunch with you guys and just be able to ask whatever questions I wanted. And yeah. like, I don't know, you guys answered all of them. I don't know whether you felt <laughs> obligated to or you just like to, but like, yeah, literally every question I had business wise was yeah. answered. And like, that's really invaluable as well. That's stuff Aww, you can't I love that. I'm so glad. <laughs> it doesn't feel like work for us by any, it's, it was so much fun. You know, it's, I mean, like it I was said, fun. it's just, I don't know. It's just so fun to be around like-minded people that do what you do. And it's such a rare thing. I mean, the internet brings us really close together, but there's still like a lack of person to person as clearly we're doing a podcast on two continents right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it, it was cool. It's just so neat to meet people who you've, seen digitally and you know their names it's even person you know it's cool for us too it was just so yeah it was unique it is definitely it's definitely nice to see everybody in person and yeah I get to know I feel like I'm I feel really close to the people who also went the other attendees oh good yeah all the time and yeah it feels like we really have a little little retreat family going on now which is really right. nice and you brought, and Jill brought Shay, everyone, um, because you guys are obviously, she's still very young. And so that was fun because I got to snuggle your baby a little bit. <laughs> I, I wish the retreat was like two months later. I feel like she got so much easier just after, after the oh, retreat. Really? Maybe it was just because I was forced to be away from her for a longer period of time. 
I don't know. Life seems easier now, but yeah, I'm glad we, I'm glad you guys let me bring her and it made it work because oh. yeah, I was just happy I got to go. <laughs> she was amazing. I loved having her there. Um, all right. So I have one more question for you. I want to know what is your, when you're looking at your filmmaking and maybe photography as well, but what is your biggest for you that something that in your head, when you think of the entire process of being a creative and film as a filmmaker and a photographer, what is it that is the most challenging to you, um, in where you are in your life right now in your business? What's something that, that you find challenging? Um, I think for me, right now the hardest thing is that I think like a lot of creatives are like this but you just want to people please mm. and right now I don't have a lot of time I really have to prioritize what I'm taking on and what I'm doing yeah um I think it's really difficult when you have when you're working with clients that maybe aren't your ideal client but you're just you know taking on work that you feel like you should be taking on for whatever reason mm -hmm. they it's hard to price confidently I think for everyone it's hard mm. to say I'm worth x amount of dollars if someone I feel like sometimes in this industry, clients can ask for a lot that yeah. they like the, you know, some, you've got the clients sometimes that you just can't please them or like they ask for you, you know, they keep asking for more and more and more. Mm. And it's difficult to say, yep, but that's going to cost you more. Right. If you want, like, for example, you know, if someone wants a longer video or more photos or yes. you know more time I get, I get people being like oh well I just want or you show up to a session and like they've brought extra family members and you're uh, like, you're yeah. on. I get lots of scenarios come up or can you just wait another 20 minutes and this is going to happen or whatever and uh, yeah it's really hard because you, you know you feel like you're your friends but like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm now paying a babysitter right I, don't know, I just feel like it's it's often difficult to that there's probably a lot of things like I'm finding it difficult to adequately communicate with clients mm. what the expectations are. And I found that really helpful at the um, retreat as well. Like seeing your guys' emails that you send out and how in depth they are. They're like two pages yes. long. And yes. I was like, that's, that's what I need to do. So my clients really know every yeah. thing and to say it to them, you know, more than once. So they're really on board with what's happening. Yeah. Um, and then pricing according to what's happening. Right. Not getting in the, uh, in the mode of just saying yes to everything that they want just because they're my client really having yeah to just hold myself to like my standard and what's happening and really stick to that does that make sense that was kind of yes no <laughs> i love how honest you were about that thank you for saying that i think i think i don't know if everybody anybody everybody would be willing to admit that so thanks for saying that um i i think that's definitely a struggle i don't i don't know if that's even I think that's something that can be a struggle that doesn't necessarily go away too. I think maybe our personalities play into that too. You know, if, if you're a yeah. nice person, it probably makes it, which you are, <laughs> it, doesn't, <Thanks. laughs> it doesn't make it easier either. Um, but I, I hear when you say that, that you know your worth and your value and you've run the numbers clearly. And so you know what it takes, but also, you know, what is happening at home and you're, you know it in your head is what I'm hearing. Um, I hear the struggle and what you're saying, but I hear that you're also aware that it's a problem and that you want, you're, you're aware that you have to be more assertive and more clear going into yeah, that. Yeah, it's a work in progress at yeah. the moment. Still, just still trying to really yeah, figure out, getting all those emails together and really yeah. just picking up my communication on my end. I mean, when I first started, it was kind of like, show up, show up and we'll see what happens. And, right. You know, I'm realizing how much preparation <laughs> makes my life easier right their life easier. Like clients want direction as well yeah you just yeah yeah you really have to be pretty firm with what's happening and I, communicating that clearly with them <laughs> I, I think I had to laugh at what you said about the email that you send to clients the one that like I, like you said the one I almost feel like sending an apology on top of the email for being like this is a really long email <laughs> I'm yes. so sorry. I know it sounds like an excessive amount of details. You go to the end, you get a gold star, good job. But it's really important, I promise. <laughs> it is. It is indeed. Yeah. yeah, and then you get to sessions, and I don't know about you, but I've had clients be like, oh, yeah, sorry, you said that in the email. It's oh, like right. there's so much so much stuff that you put in there. That yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's right. I remembered. <laughs> you were right. That. <laughs> um, my struggle is always getting husbands to read emails. So if I can get the husband and the wife to read email, I'm like, I won for today. I've got it. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. Can I change my answer? My <laughs> yes. I think I brought this up at the retreat like 10 times. It's like, 
husbands often are in the shadows and I just struggle so hard sometimes. Sometimes my clients are like the moms really want this and the dads are just there for, yes, because they have to be. Yes. Yes. I think my husband's one of those husbands though. (laughs) I see him so much in your films, but yeah, I think that's a lot more of a norm for our partners and that's definitely. (laughs) It's a struggle. It's a struggle. (laughs) I I hear you on that. I've changed my initial email that I've sent to clients over the months and years that I've been doing it. Um, because of husbands, the, the, re- yeah. the email changes because of <laughs> things that happens with husbands. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to change that sentence. So it's a little bit more clear for the next dad who may be. <laughs> well, I, I think I said at the retreat, my, my wedding photographers, when I got married, sent an email solely to the husbands to be like, oh, wow. this is the one day that you need to show up yeah. and like be present, be yes. engaged. And like your wife will, you know, get the marriage off on the right yeah. foot type thing. She will be so happy if you just do this. And I'm like, that's what I need to do. I need to send husband yes. emails. Be like, just please participate for <laughs> a couple of hours. <laughs> then, then you can turn on uh, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so along those lines, real quick, what do you, what are you proud of? What do you love about your work right now? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I think the, the, the thing I'm most proud of is just that I'm trying to create something that is, sorry, that is um, real. I want to, I want to document something that is meaningful for me and Shay when she grows up to look back on, but also for other people who are in the throes of early stages of motherhood. Yes. It's, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And I just hope other people don't feel like they're, you know, struggling through the work-life balance and having yeah. a new baby and all of that, and they're not alone. And yeah, and I hope that my, going forward that my client films are similar. I really want to capture something real for my clients, real connection between, that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to have videos of them with no makeup and their baby crying. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I hope that I can create something meaningful to yeah. them that they'll look back on to and be like, oh yeah, that was the season of life I was in. And yeah, yeah really appreciate where they were at at that time. I think you absolutely do that right now. It's one of the things that that sticks out to me when I see what you do. It's so authentic and it's so um, genuine to the the experience of someone who is in the throes of that stage of life. So I think you do it beautifully. You Thank should you. be proud of that. <laughs> I think Shay Thanks is very much. <laughs> a very lucky baby or little girl when she grows up and how crazy <laughs> that she'll get to show these to her own kids. Like it's just amazing. That's, That's crazy to think about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jill, thank you so much for joining us today. This was so fun. Um, we are going to have links to all your important goodies. Can you just give us real quick your, um, your Instagram name names? <laughs> yeah, it's just at Jill underscore Seamer, S-E-A-M-E-R. And then my, my business one that I don't post on is linked in the bio. So if you're okay. check it out. <laughs> see if there's anything posted in the future, <laughs> we'll put links to all that. And some of the films that we've discussed today as well, we'll put links to all those in our show notes, guys. Um, thank you so much. Um, if you're a Filming Life Academy for having me, yeah, of course you'll get to watch this as a video, everybody else. Thanks for listening to the podcast and we'll be back, um, soon with a new episode. Thanks, Jill. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Bye. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas.